Hello, and welcome to the Self Project Podcast. I'm your host, Christy Martin, and I'm a life mindset and human design mentor who is all about helping you heal and rediscover your authentic self so you can go out and do some really epic stuff. So this podcast is going to be all about spirituality, self-empowerment, self-discovery, wellness, healing, parenting, sobriety, mental health, you name it, we're going to talk about it. This is all about helping you along in your own self-project journey. So go ahead and let's sit back and dive right in. Welcome back to the show, and I am so excited to be able to have Denicia Hilton Harper here on the show with us today, and she is all about creating playful healing spaces for women to embrace, embody, and express their perfect, authentic selves, and I'm really excited about this because she's all about um, kind of using play and bringing that into your experience for healing and just um, for life. And I know that myself, I love to incorporate just joy and play and fun into my life. So I'm really excited for our conversation and really excited to just hear more about you and what it is that you do. So if you did not mind, I'm going to kind of turn it over to you. Do you mind uh, just sharing more about yourself with us and more of your story that kind of led you to realize that you needed to incorporate play in this way? Oh, yes, I would love to share. And thank you so much for having me um, and to be able to have this play conversation and all of that jazz, because then, you know, whoever knows what will happen from this, right? <laughs> so um, I would say that answering your question about like, when did I really learn and when did I know that I needed to add this aspect? Um it's hard for me to say pinpoint like a time period. I think that I am a naturally more serious. I can be more serious because I'm so, I can go so introverted and um, it's so internal, right? That actually I started realizing like, hmm. And I think it was mirrored in other people. Like they would bring that out of me and that they'd realize like just how goofy I really can be. And I didn't realize it until, cause it doesn't really come out unless I'm with others, you know? And so, so, um, and it might be like a movie or it might be a show or, or something like I right now am totally all about this one commercial. And I don't even know what the commercial's for. I just know it's like scoop, there it is. And I'm like, and I'm finding myself dancing to it all the time. And like <laughs> my husband looks at me, he's like, I just don't get you in this commercial. <laughs> but it's also like the little Charmin Heine clean. Like it's so like that little, the little bear just cracks me up. Um and I mean what I I think what happened was as I was seeing women in my practice, uh, because I would practice as a doctor of Eastern medicine and the subject oftentimes was around menstrual health and fertility health. And so of course, these are like things that are very serious. Um, those were the main topics that they, that would have them gravitate towards me. And then through the process, we would like 
be able to see that there were also a whole plethora of other things going on, right? Like if it's anxiety, depression, digestion issues, allergies, all of these things. And the thing is, is that where my gift really lies is we might be experiencing these physical symptoms and these physical conditions. And I could see though, what's the meaning behind it? Like, what is, what does it really mean to you as a person and the, and your, also your spiritual experience. And at the same time, what is it that this physical symptom or condition can be offering as, as like a gift to you? Um, for you to learn and grow and expand, right? And a way that I could, I mean, nobody really likes having cramps, right? And so like, so you're sitting there and it's like, okay, how can I, what is it that I could do to help facilitate like this expansion for her, right? And I often found that I would just be like, okay, just try this out. Like, let's just experiment. Like, what if, let's play with this. Like I found myself doing that, you know, or even if it was something that had to deal with um, adding in a different food type that I saw that might help. And it's like, oh, how can we play with the different types of spinaches or how can we play with the different types of kale? And like, what can we do here? And the thing and it's so interesting. And that's why I said it's hard for me to pinpoint because it's just like everything just kind of like magically came together. Um, and then I started realizing like, hmm, well, I could be even more intentional by this if say I give you like a task, like, and, and all right, go outside and just feel around and see, is there like a tree that's calling you? And just kind of like be with that tree and like see what happens, you know? And and then most of the time, as weird as it might sound to some people, actually, depending on who I'm talking with, like all of a sudden it'd be like, oh, wow, that's so interesting that you say that because there is this tree at this park or there's this tree in my backyard. And I'm like, oh, okay, well, yeah, that it's calling you right now. So let's <laughs> like go, go for that. And I... um started realizing that the play aspect, like when you think about play, there's an innocence to it, right? And there's a sense of adventure to it. And I feel like in the healing spaces that in, and I want to say in the conventional healing spaces, that oftentimes is what's lost. It, it becomes very cold and very robotic, um, very like checklisty type where you're no longer really involved in your healing experience. Like you've kind of like put out your own anchor into someone else. And that was what was different when with me was that I'm saying I'm your guide and I'm here to see what's happening by listening to you. And I'm listening in different ways. It's not just my ears, but I'm listening in different ways. And then to see how may I connect it and to facilitate the growth. And then what happened was like the side effects was that the physical experience would change in a different way. Um, and so like, it's, 
and I feel like they enjoyed their life better. You know, like it, it took away a lot of like the pain of the pain of not just the physical symptom or condition, but what I really saw, and this is why I say it's embracing embodying and expressing your perfect authentic self, because through that whole playful process, she's actually learning and trusting herself more. And it'd be things that were already there. She just didn't know what they meant or like would, you know, discard it because, oh, what's this intuition thing? Like, it does make sense. And, but it'd be like so logical when it, and it's like, nope, now you're in a space where I'm like, no, bring that out. Come on, sister girl, like bring it out because it's, it's speaking to you. And then how can I help you to, to really see that and listen and learn. And so that you can do this all the time and have this play all the time. And so um, I will say that the play aspect for me is there's two ways to see it. And one is like the activity-based learning. And then the other way is actually that it's an acronym for the potential and learning about yourself. Wow. So I'm going to want to dive in more into that in just a minute, but I first want to say what an incredible gift to be able to, um, like you said, connect all these pieces together to take all these different pieces that you see through all these different, maybe perspectives or lenses and being able to piece that together. That's incredible. Um, you know, we've talked about, we're learning more and more about how, how, um, you know, body and mind is tied together, you know, body, mind, spirit, it's all tied together. And one thing can be, you know, affecting and knocking everything else out of balance and, you know, out of equilibrium. So I think that, do you feel like a lot of what you do is bringing in all of those aspects? Oh, definitely. Definitely. Like, I mean, we can become so like, um, so body focused. And I will say, you know, due to everything that's been happening with the pandemic, you're now seeing a shift, major shift into the, the mind part. Um, and, you know, creating a more sensitivity to that. And at the same time, I encourage everyone to, um, not feel like you're on the swing and it has to be one or the other. And, and so I could see where there could be like so much put on this mental health part that now you're disembodying people because then they're not going to feel into the body anymore or as much. And then it's the, the spirit part that might also be left out. Um, and so like, I do honor and I, I, I totally respect that for each person, the way that they might um, perceive might be easier in one aspect than another, you know, like you have those people that are just like, so tapped in, they can tell you their emotions, but they can't tell you what's going on with the physical body, right? Like, and then you have the others that can just tell you everything happening with the physical body, but the emotion part is really difficult for them. Um, and you also have those that are just like total spirit, you know, and that you have to help center and ground them, right? So like, I understand that there's all those different types of ways that people might have, may easy 
easily be able to access that part of them. Um, and then at the same time, though, it's, it's still understanding that although you may easily tap into one and then you might be working with that one, you're still affecting the other areas. And then at, and then at some point, we all go through phases. And so then like at some point you might end up switching and realizing like, oh, now I'm really into the emotions of, of myself and all of that. And then now I'm really into the, the spirit. So you kind of like you're evolving. And I think that's, um, that, that's also why one of the things that I say is like your, your healing is not a destination. It's a journey. And because like you, so many people have been like just taught and not me too, like even practicing, right? Like in going to school and learning Eastern medicine and everything. It's like, I, I started going into this exploration of what are we really teaching people when we have them set these health goals, quote unquote. And I feel like when you do that, people then become so focused on that one thing that they might lose sight of everything else that's actually happening that has enhanced their life and, and where it is that they might be enjoying things so much more. Um, or even seeing that there's only this one way and it's like, nope, not really. There's quite a lot of, <laughs> of different ways and possibilities. And so like, yeah, like I totally see that all of it is together. My background is is rooted in Eastern medicine and that is foundational is seeing that there are these different aspects and they each play a role to the greater whole. And then, so I see people like that. Like I see you as that, like where I'm gonna go into you and see based on what you're telling me and your experience the physical, mental, emotional, and the spiritual, right? And then now I can help connect that like into where it is that you would like to experience. Like what is it you're wanting more to experience? And how can we leverage that? How can we leverage those strengths that's already there? And then now you can take it and go broader in the sense that just as much as you within have these different pieces that all play a role to your greater whole, it's even seeing that you our peace into the greater whole. And so when I'm working with women and that that's the common thread, right? Like is, oh, I want to help other people and I'm, and I'm always doing this and that and be of service and da, 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 da. And so I'm like, my question then becomes, well, what if you were able to do that from a space where you are more authentically you? And now the energy that you're putting out to the greater whole is coming from a more energized, calm and peaceful place rather than a place of feeling like you're forcing it, you're tired, you're possibly even angry or frustrated, right? So it's like, you're still actually giving to the whole, you're still giving to other people, but now the question is what type of energy are you actually wanting to be giving and which one might be more sustainable and enjoyable? Incredible. You brought up so many important points throughout that. So um, I love the way that you tie that all together and that you, you know, just explain more about it and how, you know, important each aspect is, but also um, 
I love your explanation of balance, how it's like a swing. Cause I feel like it works sometimes that way for me as I'll be really focused in one area, then I'll kind of swing back and then go the other way. And, you know, it's just like you said, a constant just journey. And so I, I, I love your example. So I would really love to go back. We had talked about, I can't remember exactly what it was, but you said there was, it was a two, two types of play. We talked about activity-based and then you said the actual acronym itself. I'd love, love to touch more on that. If you didn't mind just uh, sharing more with us about that. Yeah. The, so the acronym itself is the potential in learning about yourself. So that came up where it was, if you can really begin to see that what you experience every day has a message for you, even with, you know, even with any of the symptoms that you might be experiencing, there's some message that's there. Not only message, but then also you know, what is the potential that's here? What are the possibilities, like potentially even in yourself? And I feel like usually the women that I, I might get um, or that I end up talking to in groups and stuff is that you might get to a point where you're just kind of continuing on with the same old, same old, right? And I find, I, I'm trying to see how do I want to say this, I don't want to say that I'm frustrated. Um, it's just more of like, let me present a different way to think about this is, is that you'll hear, well, get your routine together, get your morning routine, get your evening routine. And I'll tell you that I came across them because it never quite set well with me. Um, I'm the type of person there that needs to have variety anyway. Um, however, the, the just routine did not sound, it just didn't jive with me. And then I realized one day, oh, this is it. It's a difference between a routine and a ritual. And like, I feel like with um, a lot of the teaching where it's, where it's just create this routines, create action and doing all of that, that it doesn't really help when it, cause I work mostly with women. So it doesn't really honor women in their energy of being receptive of rest of of rejuvenation right and so in that when you can get to that point I feel now you're a whole being so you do have the action part right and it's seeing that you're going between those you're vacillating between those all the time every day and, and so, but if we're not allowing that rest, rejuvenation, reflective period, we are potentially missing out on the potential, right? Um, if we're so outward thinking or outward looking, then we might miss out on the potential within ourselves. And if we're so, if we're so focused on like, just let me just create something that's just going to happen the same thing over and over and over. Like, and you, and, and then you get frustrated when it doesn't work out that way, because what may have happened is 
it's not honoring say where you're at in your in your own menstrual cycle it may not honor where you're at in the lunar cycle that you're reflecting off of um and so it's it's this paradox of because it is a menstrual cycle because there is a lunar cycle you can expect certain aspects to repeat themselves we know that the moon is going to be completely dark looking and in the new moon time going all the way up into the full moon and then going back to the new moon we that part we understand and then but within that we know that there's different focuses that might happen and different pieces that might be highlighted even within the moon phases so when I bring it back to the person, it's like, when I see potential, it's like, where is it that you might have these boxes that are there that you may be consciously aware of because you're building them? Or are there some that's unconsciously there because it's a part of a cultural thing? It's a part of a family thing. And sometimes when you have those boxes built, they do provide a sense of comfort because there is that um, familiarity, right? And then, but you have to go, I always say it's like, you gotta like still reflect in within that box though. Have you outgrown this box? Is it time for a different one, you know? And um what is it that you need? And so like, because sometimes in that box, you're limited to what's within that box. And so sometimes you got to just poke holes in the box and then look out the little hole and be like, I think there might be something else for me out there now. <laughs> and then be willing to go and step outside of that. Um, so there is that like, as you continue to learn more about yourself, as you continue to honor, it's, it's more than knowing yourself. It's even honoring that about yourself. So if you know that you don't like spaghetti, then don't eat the spaghetti. Like even if it is with your best friend who's like, but we always do spaghetti. I don't like spaghetti anymore. Like so like it's something even as simple as that is really a place of honoring yourself. It's learning about yourself and honoring it and expressing that to someone else. And that to me is like a full breath of of all of who you are, especially when it is that you are learning. Um, and then like, what is it that is totally possible for you? Even when it might seem like, I don't know how the heck that's gonna happen. <laughs> but it's just identifying that that's something, a different experience that you would like to have. And then just allow yourself to be open to it. That's so awesome. I love this message of um, like self-discovery. I'm so much for just like discovering yourself, tapping into who you are when you kind of shed away all the labels and all the conditioning and all the things that you've been told that you are and like, you know, all these things that we've put upon ourselves. So just love this message. Um, I love that you said like, what message does the day hold for you is what I wrote down because this is a practice I recently started doing as well. I started waking up every morning and just, you know, waking up with gratitude, just thinking the universe, you know, for the day, but also like, um, you know, also saying a thank you for the, the gifts that are going to come my way today. And so it would send me about my day, like looking for little bits of 
of just joy or gifts or fun moments or magical moments, I like to call them. And so it's just such, um, just that simple shift in, in mindset, because then you also said uh, the difference between ritual and routine. And I felt like I kind of had a click in my brain, like even something's as simple as changing the wording of something. Cause I hear the word routine and I'm like, that boring. Like I hate routine. I hear the word ritual and I'm like, Oh, I'm all about ritual. Like, let me get my crystals. Let me get my candle. Like, you know, wait a minute. So I, I, I just thought, gosh, even something as simple as replacing a word, like can, can shift, can shift your perspective. So I just, I love this. I'm loving this conversation. And then have you outgrown this box that really stood out to me too, because, um, you know, as we learn, we grow, we evolve, we heal, we shift, you know, we're, we're meant to outgrow. Um, we're not trees. I saw that expression recently. Like we're not trees. We're not meant to like stay rooted and, and stay in one place and not grow. So, um, well, which trees grow, but, but you know, what? depending on the tree, well, I actually, I think it's a lot of trees. Um, if you think about it, trees, when they actually need nourishment, you'll see them shift to where the nourishment is. Sometimes though, you don't, what you, what most people think about when they say they see it, they're like, oh, that's right. The leaves will start browning on one side, but then they'll start getting being green on another side. That's what you see above. What you may not see underneath is that those roots definitely would have literally expanded feet way outside around what you might see above ground. And because they are getting their nourishment, they're adjusting to the environment and know where it is that they're like feeling, this is where we need to go now. And that's what, that's exactly what it'll do. Right. Yeah. That's a beautiful, beautiful perspective too. I love the way that you again, flip that. So I'd never thought about it in that way. <laughs> Flipping my brain today. <laughs> we'll process after this. <laughs> Mind flips. Right? Like- <laughs> I love that. I love when that can happen though. What a different way to look at it because we all know, I mean, we've seen trees tear up, you know, concrete driveways in the road. And like, as the, like you said, they're searching for that nourishment within their environment. Such an important point. And not even concrete can hold them. And and like, if anything, I would say like, I want to kind of like be the tree in the sense that there is this, it's such a majestic energy about trees because they, if we, if we kind of like put it to like the person, right? It's like they something that might seem like is such a wall, like it's not moving. But you'll see even the tiniest little root, <laughs> like the tiniest little vine that's going to actually make its way through it, you know? And, and that's, if you think about it, it's like, that's us, like, what, where something may seem like is such a, just a huge building, like skyscraper in your way. Guaranteed, if you, if you really wanted to, 
there will be something. There is this little glimmer. And then as long as you set that plant, that seed, even if it's just this thought, it'll just, and you know, yeah, foundations are broken up and you got to get sidewalks redone, like, and all of that stuff. Right. And the thing is, is, and you know, what else you see too, is when that tree is like really rooted and grounded in that, guess what happens? People complain about it at first, but they will grow around it. They will do what they can around it. And so if you do that in your own evolutionary journey, where there is that fear that many of us have that, oh, I'm, I'm feeling like I'm growing into this space. And then that I might lose this friend. I might, this family member relationship, that kind of thing, right? You, you might, but you also may not. That, that relationship may actually itself evolve. And who knows what they might pick up within you that they might need for themselves. And but they never would have learned that, never really thought that it would be possible for them until you started to exhibit it. And I think that's why like so many people love doing sharing stories and stuff because they're, you know, it's like, oh, I connected that. Like, oh my gosh, I didn't even know that was possible because like blah, blah, blah. And, and but the thing is, is but every single one of those stories, what it is, is that at some level they were connecting more with their authentic self. And then started just walking and being that, right? And then everyone else just kind of like morphed around it, just like that tree, just morphed around it. If you need the nourishment, you're going to go find the nourishment from somewhere else. Go ahead and do it. Like, <laughs> you know, and and just kind of like really like be the tree. Like I just had this vision of like the yoga, just the tree pose, like being the tree. Like, oh gosh, these tree metaphors are giving me life. <laughs> <laughs> this has been incredible. So I, I would really love to know if somebody wanted to work with you, what are the different um, kind of ways that people can work with you? What do you offer? So right now I have, I'm in the process of revamping the um, membership that I have um, and also opening up because that's a, a paid membership. And I, I really like that one in the sense that like I intentionally build it to be flexible. Um, uh, so as I'm watching others and observing where they're at and, and based off of their feed forward, then it's like, okay, what else can I bring to them um, to help them along in their own evolutionary journey? Um, so it's really dynamic and um, so I'm like revamping that. And then now I wanted to open up a space that's more of a free community space. And it's all like, you just kind of come in and then I'll see what it is that I'm going to be offering there. Um, this, like if it's insight, inspiration, that kind of thing. Um, some type of playful experience, of course, has to be built in that. <laughs> so that'll be there. And then also I am doing um, these unslumber parties that usually um, they would be in groups, uh, but then also offering them as like, almost like a very important play, a VIP day. Um, so, so, so like, if you are like, you know, confused or questioning, like, oh, like this is, these are the things that's happening for me. And I'm not quite sure how do I make sense of this that's happening? How can I 
it's like, you know, that there's a purpose as to why it's happening, but you're not quite sure. And so it's like, okay, well, how about we just take a day and then I'll craft up how it is that we're going to start to really see and grow from these, what's happening with you. And, um, so kind of like going through and I'll create these, um, different activities that you'd end up having to do. And then I'm integrating all of that and helping you integrate it as well, even further. And then just kind of like coming up with a plan then of, all right, now that we know this, what's, how are we going to start to leverage this? How are we going to continue this in this space? So that's that on slumber party, um, VIP day type of thing. Um, and then also like, if you if you follow me on social media, oftentimes I'm doing something like some summit, a participation in the summit or, or another podcast or something like that. So you can totally connect with me there. Um, and then, yeah, I have a mentorship coming up um, that I think is that mentorship is going to be covering like foundational things of just, you know, especially if you're getting started, it's kind of, it's like, I don't want to say you're just getting started in self-discovery because I feel like we're always discovering these things about ourselves, but I'm, I'm putting it in a package that's like, oh, these are the ways that I see that you're perfect, that you're whole and complete. And then how can I help you to see that? And, and so in that mentorship and in, in small group, that's how I would facilitate that process and carrying everybody through the journey of their own perfection and then seeing how they can take that and then really implement that in their lives. It's incredible. So where are we able to find you at online if we wanted to come check you out? Oh, so definitely come by my website, which is Denicia Hilton, um, D-E-N-I-C-E-A Hilton.com. Um, and then also I'm at Denicia Hilton <laughs> on Facebook and LinkedIn. Um, those are places that I'm really in right now. Uh, but I will tell you, hint, hint, wink, wink. I'm <laughs> going to be starting like really focusing into a YouTube channel. So um, you can actually find me on YouTube as well with the I Am Perfect podcast. Um, and so you can subscribe there and then that way you'll definitely, you know, if you set your, set the little notifications for when the new videos come out, then you'll be one of the first people to know about that. Super cool. Awesome. So this has been incredible. And also you'll be able to scroll down and connect, um, in the show notes, everything will be linked up so that you'll be able to connect with Anisia. I just have to thank you. This has been absolutely incredible to kind of close out the show. Did you have kind of maybe a final message or just something you wanted to share? Yeah. Um, I would say that every day we're going to experience and you're going to experience something. That's just a part of it, right? Like we wake up and then you're going to experience life. And throughout that time period where you might be questioning whether or not you can do it, uh, whether you're extremely tired, to just really look at what's happening and then gently remind yourself that you're perfect. You are whole and complete as you are. We might not enjoy the feelings of sadness, but the sadness is there as a part of the process. And so 
appreciate the joy, appreciate the sadness, appreciate the frustrations, appreciate the laughter. All of it is a part of your wholeness and your completeness, which means that you are perfect really as you are, even as you are expanding into your own personal healing journey. Um, so really with that, like, yeah, I would say just stare at yourself in the mirror and then put your hands on your hips and just be like, I am perfect. Doggone it. And then- <laughs> Oh my God, I love it. I love it. I just have to thank you again so much for being here today, for sharing with us. This conversation has been incredible. And um, it's just, uh, I feel like you've just brought so much joy to us. So thank you so much for being here today. Thank you so much for joining me today for the Self Project Podcast. I hope that you were able to find something useful or inspirational to take away with you today. So come and connect with me over on Instagram. It's at underscore Christy Martin. And let me know what you want to hear more of. Go ahead and subscribe to the podcast and leave a review. And I will see you next time.